So you finally made a name for yourself. Congratulations, but how do you get your name out to the world? Turn to WorldStar PR. The caring, honest, and invested team at WorldStar PR will get you maximum exposure through podcasts, TV, radio, amazing press releases, and red carpet events. They'll ensure that you are worldwide. Jimmy Starr, entertainment guru, and Eileen Shapiro, rockstar journalist, will give you the world. So come join the likes of legendary actor Ron Russell, iconic musicians Scott Page and Fred Schneider, world-class designer Sue Wong, TV personality Mickey Burns, and so many more. Check them out on Facebook or on their website, jimmystarsworld.com slash worldstarpr. Worldstar PR, where the world revolves around you. Welcome back to the Leo Effects. Thank you very much for listening to that intro. I always get so pumped when I hear it. I'm super excited for that. It's it's a pretty neat collaboration. So glad that those people can uh, come together like that and, and make my intro. That uh, you know, accreditation will be in the uh, description of the video on YouTube. So make sure to check that out. But we're not here to talk about that tonight. We're here to talk to my guest for this evening. He's a poet and a rapper and an artist, and I've heard some of his stuff already. You know, we're kind of kindred spirits a little bit in that we both share a military bond, uh, so that's kind of cool. I mean, we'll we'll let it go that he was Army. That's okay. I mean, as all of you know, I was Air Force, so, uh, you know, you, you can't pick your family. <laughs> but please welcome to the show tonight nate sounds how are you sir hey thanks for having me and you know what that's all right because i pick on airmen all the time but uh you know there's there's a need for everybody in the services for a certain way and i may not uh, agree with everything all the time but you know obviously there's a part of me that i uh, see the good in it so that's cool that we share that i appreciate you letting me know yeah absolutely man like and, and i that's the way the military has always worked since I've known it is little, you know, friendly ribbing here and there, but realistically no branch could really exist without the other. We are truly a giant family and we all work together. And so that that's cool that you, you served, you know, 1%, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So how on earth did you go from being in the service to where you are now? Well, so the service is um, something that just sort of became a hallmark or a point of discussion, and that's fine. But I, there's a lot of time in between the, um, the service and getting into music. And, uh, you know, I'm raising a family for the most part. My kids are 10 and 12 now. I've got two boys, and, you know, I love being a dad. I actually absolutely love being a dad. And I got, you know, a lot of respect for people, whether they're together or not. 
and they take care of their kids. And I've got a great relationship, even though um, my, their mother and I are not together. You know, it's just, it's been a blessing. And so I've had kids, you know, I've raised a family. I had a couple of jobs, you know, I've had some good um, professional experience in supply chain management and trucking. And I was a manager for a while. And just my life kept building and building and building. And eventually I just, you know, why are you working? Uh, what do you work for? And who do you work for? And, and you just, the bigger goals in life. So I just finally found, it took till I was 33 years old, but I found what I was passionate about and uh, what I should have been doing all along. So now that I'm, once I hit it and I was with it and I was starting doing it, I just, I knew it's what I was going to start doing and do for the rest of my life in some way, shape or form. Oh, that's awesome. And do, does having children help with your artistic side? Like, are they, do they inspire you? Oh. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, even if I didn't have my own kids, just kids in general, youth, you know, growing up, I, I love my childhood. Uh, didn't have, you know, a perfect childhood, but I had a, a really good mom and she was she was a single parent. She took care of me very well. And I was very grateful. You know, I grew up in a good town that didn't have a lot of crime and stuff. So I, I had a good upbringing. And um, yeah, the kids, you know, they'll, they'll add character to your soul. And it's, it goes that deep and, and they'll scratch you on the surface too. So yeah, there's, there's an endless supply of inspiration there. That's cool. That's cool. Do you ever like uh, dedicate anything to them or do you kind of keep your artistic life and your personal life separated? You know, and, and becoming more, uh, expressing myself more artistically, the, um, the ability to show emotion has just come along with that. So if I dedicate something to my children, that's just going to drop me to tears probably. So I, I, it's not that I don't, but it's not something I usually get public about, but I would, you know, I sure I will one day, especially if it's, you know, an event or something like that, that I want to honor them. Uh, certainly. But uh, yeah, I got a couple of things written for him. Actually the floor I'm standing on, I have written and drew all over it, you know, a long, long time ago, but I got messages to him hidden in places behind pictures and stuff. I'm, I do stuff like that all the time. <laughs> that's cool. That's pretty tight. <laughs> so you're, we've said it a couple times and it's obviously in the title of the interview that you are not only just a poet, but a rapper and an artist and kind of all those things kind of, they're almost different ways of saying the same thing. Yeah, uh, certainly. But poetry to, to rap, how, what kind of process do you do that kind of bridges that? Cause in my mind, I see poetry as like, you know, those people sitting up on the stage at a coffee shop, you know, snapping for applause. But then you got like the rap side of it, which admittedly I haven't listened to since probably the late 80s. So you can imagine the mental image I've got going on here, like run DMC and stuff. But is it how has the poetry played into the rap or did you kind of do them separately or how does that work yeah no it certainly started with poetry and let's just say what i what i thought myself when, when i thought myself as a poet you know i was writing the same way i do now for for my raps and i thought that i my element of poetry is something about self-expression at the deepest level i can while writing material down because i initially started my education um, before I joined or after I got out of the military, I used some of my money to go to school. And part of that lessons was psychology. I've always been interested in psychology. And I was really impressed with um, free writing. I never, I never really did that in school, never really talked about it. And I know it's a simple concept, but I like the idea of uncovering something subconscious, you know, or, or something just below the surface. And I kind of like self-investigation. So on that younger side of myself doing self-discovery, I started writing rhymes you know, out of a free write. So I figured I'd free write. And I really, and to me, that's just, over time, I realized I got into hip hop and stuff. That's like really close to what, you know, you have with a freestyle. And by freestyle in particular, because it's gotten very convoluted, for me, it's just a, a truly extemporaneous, you know, show. It's not, um, 
it's not planned or anything like that and it's not material that you've discussed before it's just fresh and new and, and it's off the top of the dome people say so that's um though that's where they probably joined for me when i realized you know that connection and i've always listened i was like beats i like instrumentals like electronic uh, edm so having that kind of openness and you know interest in it i used it to help myself you know get out of um a little bit of loneliness from when i got a divorce and just ultimately building myself back up to the person i, I didn't know who i was supposed to be you know at the time kind of thing and um so bridges with the rhymes and with the freestyle aspect and then i get into the culture of hip-hop and i can now translate a lot of you know those experiences that we talked about those different artistic forms into something that i'm passionate with so all those things kind of did lead into it and maybe that's why the way we're talking about it seems like you know a different way of saying the same thing and and maybe that good term for that is the artistic expression or creative expression you know of oneself that's awesome and it's so true like to be able to express yourself i mean even though i don't particularly listen to rap i mean i have to give like i said i listen to some of your stuff on youtube and i gotta give you props like to be able to do something like that is quite impressive i appreciate it and most people who i would say your traditional hip-hop artists your classic hip-hop uh, fans if they heard me and it, I'm sure there would be a certain amount of respect just out of the complexity of my words and my delivery at times. Um, yeah, I do goofy stuff too, but but I think anyone who gives a serious listen to my work would, would give me the respect that I feel like I deserve. But they, all, they probably wouldn't say like he's a real hip hop artist, you know, and that wouldn't offend me because I understand the culture of it. And I know that my, my particular aim and message isn't necessarily hip hop uh, origins you know it's my own message but i'm definitely using the, the the cultural references in terms of the music and the sounds and the motions and stuff so there's similarity there i like to rap over electronic music mostly or even like a, a good rock song or metal song with a good beat yeah so, uh, that's fun now do you create the songs that you rap over or is that something like that you have produced for you on the side something you find online yeah, a little bit of everything. So I love going every once in a while. I'll go to uh, my different sources. I'll use about a week apart so I get new material in. But I have a friend. I'll call him a friend. His name on um, SoundCloud is D.A. Headcutter, the Headcutter. And he's one of the nicest people on the planet. And uh, he gives all of his music away for free, royalty-free. Just, you know, you, oh. here it is. Do what you want with it. And I love his music. It actually sounds much more like early 90s. He's got a lot of boom pap and just smoother, um, smoother classic hip-hop sound. So I use a lot of his material. He's probably got 400 songs. And then I love um, audio, YouTube audio library. Uh, it's royalty free music available and they have excellent sound there. I mean, it's really high, high end. And then there's just other little sources trickled throughout, you know, that I've come across. And I also make my own too. So I have FL Studio. I've got tons of uh, all sorts of different software, you know, to go in with that. I use it as a host for other DAWs that I open up. So yeah, I love making my own beats and I have quite a few on my site. And, and I just started noticing them up on YouTube. I just, cause I got, just started using YouTube. I searched my name one time just to find my own account because I couldn't log in. And I, and I found all these other songs of mine. And I was like, where did, I don't even know where they got them half the time. You know, I told them, hey, thanks. You know, that's, that's really cool of you. So um, yeah, I do all of it pretty much myself. I want to be completely independent in terms of my abilities, but I also like to collaborate a lot. So I use, I mean, I, I do sometimes four or five songs a day, you know, just, just through trying to create something fun. And if it sticks, you know, um, I'll, I'll keep it around or maybe I'll redo it better. Gotcha. And do you have like, um, how is it worded? Are you part of a label or are you just completely solo? No, totally solo. I do have um, someone I work with quite often and going to be taking a trip here. See, Sunday morning, they leave at 6.30 to go to Columbus, Ohio. I'm going to be working with uh, artist B Magic and he's my friend, his name Brandon. And uh, he is inspirational to me because like I said, I can do five songs a day, no problem. And that's that's not writing and, and seriously putting the, the words to the beat and coming up with a particular message. It's just extemporaneous deliveries. I build something up into a, a 
you know, coherent idea. And then I, I put it out and I could do that a lot. <laughs> this dude, this dude, when I got on a plane last week to go to LA, uh, Vegas from Sacramento, which is about an hour and 20 minute flight, I landed, he had seven legit songs like for me to listen to that from, he started from fresh, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I'm coming to hang out with you. You're going to inspire me. We're going to get some shit done. So yeah, looking forward That's to that. Cool. But, but no, awesome. it's all me. And uh, if I have to, I'm thinking, I'm thinking my own license and publishing here in the next six months or so. And I just, I won't probably won't call myself a label, but I'll, I'll have all the abilities of a label. Oh man. I, I don't even know how that would work. That, that's, that's mind boggling to me. Money and talent and uh, connections. You got to have people to, to place your talent with, and you got to have money to, to give your talent to, to bring them on board or to pay for the things that they need to perform. And then you need publishing and licensing rights. After that, you know, it's just deals between you and another person, however you want to go about it. I prefer the classic handshake. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, honor, honor your word type deal. And uh, for real? that's what I'm going for. That's what I think I'd like to do overall, whether it's, it doesn't have to just be music. I like acting and all that sort of stuff. Just as whatever it takes to get people out there and to show who they are to the point that they're discovering things about themselves. That's where I'm at. Nice, man. Nice. And how, you had kind of talked about it just a minute ago about inspirations. What artists were inspirations to you getting into the rapping game? King Los, um, who was with, Puff Daddy for a while, and then not, and then back again. So there's King Los, and I just know him as Los. Um, he, I would say his style and his sophisticated word use and, you know, just his whole delivery and everything was so different for me because I, I started off listening to, like, Lil Wayne, you know, which, you know, I'm not, not, not dogging uh, Lil Wayne, but, you know, and then you go to the underground hip-hop, and it's a totally different feel and vibe. And then you get King Los, who's, like, super talented, like, at least as talented as, as the best, you know, and I mean, like, just the best, like, even your classic best, like Eminem and fucking uh, all those people. You know, um, I don't even know how to compare him to a lot of people, but I just love him. And I was so impressed with his wordplay. I really started to dig into my own uh, wordplay and use of words. And then there was one other one, and I was just thinking about it. Other than I was a child, the Eurythmics with my mother, but um, <laughs> oh, passionate, passionate MC. So Passionate MC did a delivery on the Team Backpack Cypher with E-Money and um, another guy here from California. But he, his delivery on that thing, I was just like, Man, if I could take that sophisticated word use that I'm working on and his rhyme schemes and these ideas and deliver it like this dude, who's like a powerhouse of, of you know, he's just loud and he, he's cut, gloves are cut off, he's got his hood on, he just, he goes, he goes hard every time. And I've said, you know, I, I kind of like these elements. I've been piecing those together. So I would say if there's any inspiration of recent, it's probably those two. But, you know, there's a lot overall, just people I could, couldn't even say. Yeah, yeah. Is there a particular artist besides the ones that inspired you, like nowadays, that you wish you could do a collaboration with? So it's it's taken three years, but uh, my, my one of my first followers, he's been with me from the beginning, and he's probably one of the only ones left from the beginning. His name's Sweaty, uh, with two T's at the end, all caps. He's on SoundCloud. And I listened to his song. It was the very first song I ever listened to on SoundCloud, right when I uh, logged in. And the song was, um, yeah, my computer right now and and it's just like builds up and it builds up and it starts to get pretty radical loud you know i'm just like okay this is not what i'm used to it's like a 30 second build up and it just hits it right right at the top and you can see the the waveform increase the volume and he comes in so hard i literally got chills on the back of my neck right now just thinking about it you know and he inspired me big time and he's so good and, and he has so many like his his following is the type he might have two thousand followers you know but he's got two thousand listens in like five minutes because his following is hardcore dedicated and he's just oh. a real guy he's so real and I'm just impressed with his his ability to tell me on a regular basis hey you're doing great you know you're doing good and you know just about three weeks ago I got a message from him I checked it and he says anytime you want to send me a song we're gonna we're gonna rap you know that's 
we're gonna wrap the fuck out of some pizza and shit. So it was, um, <laughs> it was really nice to hear that. I've been waiting for, I've been digging for that for years. And someone that I really like and is passionate about what he does is, is finally gonna work with me in a way I want to. So I think it's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. That, that's impressive. I'm, I'm liking it. That's awesome. What, Thanks. what made you decide to go the route of rap music rather than say like uh, rock or country or anything like that? Well, I, I call myself. Um, I said it was nerdcore in the beginning because mm-hmm. of the, you know, just kind of technical language and, and like that. But um, it didn't it didn't seem to jive well with the, the people, other people who already established, you know, nerdcore environment community. So I sort of left that idea. And, you know, most most of my responses come from hip hop artists or from other follower, followers of hip hop, you know, people in that genre. And I don't really have a way to, I think, to place myself in a, sh- in a subgenre that gives the credit due because there's... Um, you know, what do you say, like indie indie rapper or something like that? I, I kind of want to coin that, not necessarily coin it, but, you know, sort of be the, the, the I when people say that. But I think people, I think other people ultimately have to decide what genre I am, mm-hmm. you know, if it, if it fits for them. I like indie. The idea of it seems more open and, and you know, I'm independent. So I don't, I don't even know where the, the whole source of indie ideas come from, you know, the concept. But I've looked a little bit into it. So I would say something like an indie rapper or a metal hip hop artist, alternative um, rap. <laughs> and I just started, like I said, just the rhymes and stuff. I didn't, I didn't ever really take on singing. Turns out if I prepare myself properly and, and I choose the right words, I could sing pretty good. I kind of impressed myself a few times with it, but if I'm not prepared, you know, and I don't uh, put the right words, it's like gutter ball. It's, it's a bad thing. <laughs> nice. Um, I just, I know my qualities and my talents are more suited towards uh, a fast, high end, intense sort of, you know, delivery. And I like rhyming a lot. I like words a lot. So in hip hop, I can say a lot of stuff really fast. And, you know, gets it off my chest. Um, I can say a lot of things in, a, in, a, in 400 words in two minutes. So. Cool. <laughs> Holy cow. Personality. That, that's got to be like a, a record or something. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think so. Because at least I don't seem like I'm that fast. And I um, usually don't go super fast. But I can. I can get a little choppy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a sec. So you do have some stuff out on YouTube. We kind of talked about that a little bit, you know, dropping hints about it. What do you feel is your best song on YouTube right now? I don't have very many. So um, I don't know, the beat I just put up isn't really 100% mine. So I, I can't say that. I think, uh, you know, I don't know, because all my almost all my good stuff that I put out is on my uh, SoundCloud. So on okay. YouTube, I like, I like personally Dark Side and Over Here. I like um so I started using BandLab and I like I like layering my my vocals on BandLab a lot because their their tools are a little simpler so I can I can do it in a way that that makes it um it comes out faster not necessarily better but there's a little less control they take care of some things for you with the with the tools on the web app or I mean the mobile app so I I, I go that route and I, I like the way the the vocals layer in those two songs and the, the delivery is intense and the message is genuine and and it's and it's heartfelt you know yeah so there's some there's some vulgarness in there but you know that's probably why one of those two okay. Do you have a song coming out like here soon or like an album soon that people can keep an eye out for? So I'm thinking about two right now, and I don't know if I'll call them both an album. Um, one of them, I'm, I'm going to specifically take a bunch of songs that I really, really like over the last year and a half or two that I made songs I really, really like that aren't up right now from, from the head cutter. And I'm going to use his beat specifically because well, he's been really good to me. He's, you know, he's got my name on his SoundCloud and stuff, and he, and he messaged me privately every now and then. And um, you know, I told him, I said, hey, man, you get as many followers every week as I get plays. Uh, how do you how, help me out with this so um, <laughs> i want to do an album and i want to sort of dedicate it just to him and, and uh, bring awareness about him and what he does for people you know he does a lot of donations for cancer and stuff like that and this time of year that's really cool to do and um he does it all all the time so i, I want to do that and i don't know if that one's going to be an album or not I might call it a compilation right or 
now I have this other project that I've been really wanting to get into. And I've avoided talking about myself personally, at least in terms of my um, peak experiences or something like that. And I need to, I'm going to get all that out there in the right way by, by spring. And I'm calling that the Tempest. You know, Tempest is kind of like a storm of storms. So in this stormy environment, well, I've got, I've got some, I got some other radical shit I want people to take into account as we, as we get into the election and all this stuff. So I'm, I'm hoping to use the momentum from, from the election and stuff with the material I'm putting out and really get into the, you know, technical side of trying to market it. And it's Tempest and it's about my personal experiences and how they relate to some of the problems in society. And I'm going to, I'm going to put it all out there. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to probably, it's probably take me a while, but I'm really just going to dial this in. I haven't done that yet. I had no complete work from beginning to end yet. And this is the first one's got to be the Tempest. Wow. That's, that's going to be hard to an extent, like being able to put yourself into song, I, I guess is the best way I can think to word that. That's got to be a little hard. Yeah. I've done so much self-discovery though. And so much self-reflection. It's almost like a lot of my vocabulary, you know, or even the way I understand things, uh, not necessarily like myself, but how I feel about things for me, because I'm me, but to, to say it to other people, it's not too hard for me to, to get the words in there because I can, I can be less specific about me and even sort of make it like a third person since I refer to myself in the third person anyways, <laughs> didn't bother too many people. <laughs> well, well, all right. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. Yeah, so that, that's about it. And uh, right now I'm sort of just trying to understand the whole process. Because I, I do like to, to sing, and I do like to rap, and I do like to compose, and I do like to produce. You know, all that stuff's really fun. And I'll probably do the production side of it if I can forever. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm 33 now. So let's say in seven years, whether people want to listen to me or not, I'm just not going to want to do that. I've got too many good ideas that, you know, I'm going to try to get some, some dollars for and then help my family and other people out too. So the goal is definitely to build up a team of, and a network that I can, I can work with and I can focus on things like technical sides of building websites and uh, marketing. So I'm trying to understand everything, which is why I'm doing marketing right now and seeing how it works for me and talking with other people. And, um, you know, and honestly, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. So, so my PR, I think, is amazing. I think the people I work with are excellent. And uh, like yourself and other people's shows I've been on are great. I haven't had too much um, return back, you know, from like the people I, I have been socializing with. And I'm, I need to work that out. I need to figure out why people um, aren't taking the offers that I'm putting forward. You know, like I have, okay, so I've offered people literally who live around me to come clean their house or to do anything basic like that all the way to the, the point of starting business with other people at no cost, uh, doing reviews, mixing you know, do everything you can think of under the sun for an artist to do for another upcoming artist. I've offered for free with sincerity on like level 10. You know, it's like, it's, this guy's clearly being real and, and he wants to help me out. And, and I just can't get a fish to bite. I can't get a single person to let me help them out of sincere interest, just trying to build, you know, prove myself. Like, hey, look, I'm worth talking to and hanging out with. I'm going to do something for you. What do you want done? I'm going to do it now in 15 minutes. And it's just like, people want to review or just they'll send you a link to play their song. Like, really, you just want to play from me? I mean, what if I did a hundred plays over and over? Is that really what you want from me? I'm really, I mean, I'll cold call some people for you. You know, let's, let's talk about something. So I'm really wow. trying to uh, do that so I can build respect for myself and my abilities because I'm smart and I, and I know business and a lot of people don't seem to want to accept that, but, but I do. And it's been working out. So I'm on, I want to get underneath uh, some of these labels and gates where, where, you know, the venues are available and I don't want to either take control of them or, or I want to <laughs> start working with people to, uh, to do it right. Yeah. There's so much untapped talent out there. It drives me insane. So I, I would love to do that, you know. So to say where I'll go from there. Absolutely. Well, I really hope that works out for you, to be honest. Like, that'd be really cool to see. Yeah. I hope, yeah. uh, you know, if we want to talk again or something like that or anything in particular, I don't know what, what your demographic of your audience is or what they like to focus on, but, you know, I'm willing to work with anybody on anything. I would love to do live sessions, get some guests in, interactive, you know, 
creative development, something like that, where I'm on there making a song, people want to throw me ideas or words or even get on there with me or control, you know, someone wants to mix me live or something or the other way around. There's so many creative things we can do just with Zoom. You know, you can give me control over your computer. I can have you open up my band lab, which is a web-based DAW, and I can sing into it live and you can hear me and you can pick the effects you like on my voice, you know, or something like that. Yeah, and that's um, cool. I think that'd be kind of fun for, for a crowd of people because anyone could just sit and watch. But as I'm creating and you're watching me and then we have a Dropbox, you know, like a shared Dropbox where files are being dropped in and people could get on there and mix, change things up live right there or there or put, put their voice in your place or what, what have you. I mean, there's all sorts of things people could do, make videos. And um, I think the, the more I do that and could get people involved, you know, hey, Nathan's coming on the show again. And it's not just Nathan. Like I'll be, I'll be showing up with the crowd of people, you know, with the people in my show already. And we'll just link together. And now we're all playing, you know, whatever. Yeah, like songs around the campfire cool. back in the that, day. That, that's a really great idea. I like that. Well, I've been talking to it to everybody, and uh, you know, Zoom's free up to like forty people, and that's if you're hosting. So, and to pay for it's nothing, and the controls are so simple. Right, and it's very secure, and, and it's super fun because I want to do it in a way it's like in an environment where anything that's produced or created in that environment is sort of um, open to like open open source in a sense you know open, creative open source resources yeah <laughs> everyone works together and, and whatever you take from there is yours you know whatever you can create from it great and that yeah. i think that draws crowds oh for sure for sure well i want to take this last few minutes here because you've just put out like a lot of info but I want you to let the listeners know or anybody who happens to be listening to this and say, oh, you know, I'm going to take them up on that offer. How can they contact you? So the best way is um, probably through Gmail, you know, Nate Sounds with a Z at gmail.com. But I'm on Facebook a lot and I'm on Twitter a lot. Um, SoundCloud less and less in terms of the communication, just because their their communication tool is not very good. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I like that I can just uh, voice talk into something or I can record myself and share it with someone immediately and file sharing is so easy on Facebook. I've been using the Messenger more for that. So Messenger, Twitter, my cell phone is on all of my major or on all the platforms right there. Uh, let's go 530-737-9733. That's real cell phone number. It's not a WhatsApp or anything like that. So that's yeah, my, my real contact. I want, I want to wake up and just not be able to answer all the phone calls, you know, so I'm ready for it. Anyone wants to take interest. For sure. For sure. And bills well, too. You want to talk about bills? You want to talk about finances? I know all that stuff. I'm willing to help anybody with anything. <laughs> that's tight. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nate, I want to say, man, like you're an awesome dude. You're super chill. I've had a great time talking to you. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really, really hope that you achieve all the dreams in the world and that these people contact you because I really think you're on the path to something huge. I hope so, man. I've been thinking about it for a long time and I know I got good ideas. Just um, I can't do it alone. That's for sure. So yeah, anyone. And if you come across anyone who says they're trying to do something, hey, I know a guy who's looking to help anybody with anything creative wise, you know, that that's, that's in good, that's in good nature. For sure. For sure. And word of the mouth is, you know, that's king right now. Everybody's all locked up. You know, this is what we got. So we got to stick together, help each other out so you can bet I'll be helping you out. Okay, cool. Same thing, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And thank you to all the listeners who tuned in to check this out. I really appreciate it. Make sure to click the links and uh, go check out Nate's stuff on Facebook and definitely get over to SoundCloud. And if you got something artistic that needs done, something creative, make sure to hit him up. He, he's, he's doing it all. So yeah. thank you all very much, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. 
and you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best, and we will see you all on the next episode.